Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Mobcast. This is our final episode for season one and this week we're going to be talking with Nate Huntley who works with LifeWorks and this interview is going to be a great time to understand what LifeWorks does in training up leaders to further God's kingdom. I hope you stay tuned and join us. All right, so Nate, why don't you uh, tell people a little bit about what what is LifeWorks? Uh, yeah. yeah, so LifeWorks is a uh, is a curriculum that we use that our founder Steve Aldrich uh, he put together just as a result of seeing mission workers within our organization that are coming off the field and they're having to do so because they're having intense emotional mental you know, spiritual breakdowns mm. and going and asking the question of well, why is this happening? Mm. So he, in, in reaction to that was just interviewing them and going, Hey, what, what's really hitting you? Like what's going on that caused you to leave the field, leave this ministry. You seemed really invested in it. Mm. What happened? And through that, he found that it was something that happened in their story. So in their encountering other people in ministry, out on the street, whatever, something that they're talking about is triggering an, an unresolved story or occurrence in the missionary's past, and they're going, I can't deal with this. Mm. It's, told, it's something they've never dealt with before. Mm. So looking at their story, and then they weren't really secure in knowing who they were as a person, Mm. They didn't really know their personality. They didn't know what were their strengths. And they actually didn't have a very cohesive idea of, hey, what am I doing in working for the kingdom? Mm. Like, you know, I mean, Jesus says, you know, said in at the end, right before he ascended, you know, go out and make disciples of all nations. And they're going like, hey, I really don't know how to do that well. <laughs> so yeah. that's what LifeWorks does is we're all about helping people investigate mm. their story you know, really own what's great about them and their personality and strengths and how those all have kind of a, a cohesive way that they work together and pointing towards a trajectory mm. of how God is going to use that for kingdom impact and that disciple-making piece. Mm. Yeah, that's really cool. And uh, and I'll go ahead and, and put in my little piece here about LifeWorks as, uh, as we're starting out here that uh, one of the things when you come on as a missionary at OC, you end up going through our kind of orientation um, sort of deal where we, we call it core is one of our kind of like getaway retreat sort of deals where you, uh, uh, we go through a lot of different things that uh, pertain to your job and, uh, and pertain to OC. And one of those things is LifeWorks and going through it. And I, I can honestly admit that before doing LifeWorks and before hearing, you know, your story, before hearing um, Steve, even Steve Aldrich's story, um, I, you know, I kind of, he, he had mentioned it. One of the big things he mentions is like a father wound, right? And that was, that was something to me where I was like, well, I grew up with a dad who was a pastor's kid. And, you know, like he raised us as, as Christians, you know, he, I don't, I don't think I have a father wound. And then as I, 
as we went through LifeWorks, went through the program, like I realized that the one thing that, and, and, and it's interesting too, and this is not meant to, to be a bash towards my dad, um, but that he never said that he was proud of me or that I didn't remember uh, him saying that he was proud of me. And that was one of those things where I was like, there's no way, like, there's no way that I could see my dad as like a bad, like a bad dad or a bad person, you know? So I'm like, there's, you know, that's not it. But as I thought about that and I, and I realized that I, I never felt like I received that from my dad, like that was a huge, huge breakthrough in my own life through LifeWorks and through the program that they do. Um, that was super impactful for me. And it, it, and it allowed me to, to open that conversation with my dad to be able to say like, Hey, this is something that came up at core. And, you know, like, what do you think about it? And so we got to talk about it, you know, at length and be able to just say like, you know, that was something my dad never got from his dad. And it's this, it's this crazy cycle of, you know, dropping down, but that's, that's going into my own personal, you know, uh, counselorship. But, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, but anyway, just for those of you who are listening, you know, if, if there's a, if there's a way that, um, you guys can, you know, have your, and this is kind of the LifeWorks plug in here, you know, if your church is looking for, um, a, it, I mean, really it doesn't even have to pertain just to missionaries, really it's anybody. And so if your church is looking for a, a type of curriculum like this, that, can really help out emotionally and spiritually, not just the congregation, but pastors and people, you know, staff members at your church, I would highly recommend it 100%. And uh, at the bottom of this uh, podcast, I'll leave a link uh, to their website and, uh, and some of their curriculum I might be able to put up or their brochure um, that I might be able to put up to kind of give you guys an idea of some other things that they do. But I'm sure we'll talk about that as well. So, Nate, with uh, with that in mind, um, you know my my own personal story. Um, what uh, what else does LifeWorks do? So they have, you know, they they. I guess just go a little more into detail about, you know, maybe what what does a an average session of uh, LifeWorks look like? That's a I mean that's a that's a great question to ask, and it's a really hard one to answer mm. because no two sessions are the same. Oh, okay. Uh, because it's all kind of tailored around who we're engaging with. Mm. So while we have the pieces of you know story, personality design, inherent strengths, and destiny, uh, it really kind of depends on who we're meeting and mm. you know where in the world they're from. You know we do a lot of inductive research on trying to figure out like the background and the context of if we're somewhere international, say, and one of our big fields is Uganda. Okay. So, I mean, one of the big things historically that's gone on there within the last, you know, it hasn't even been a century, Mm. it's not a half a century, Mm. was the reign of Idi Amin. Mm. So, the Ugandan genocide. And that has just got these huge resounding factors that, I mean, we we can't understand all the intricacies of. Sure. But, so we look for those things and, and we try to help sort of tailor the curriculum a little bit more to mm-hmm. the possibilities of wounds that that our audience are going to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we if we, to again, use Uganda as an example, something that's very pervasive within the Ugandan culture and society is polygamy. Mm-hmm. And an unfortunate consequence of that is so oftentimes when a man takes on another wife, if she already has a kid Mm. it's it's a really unfortunate thing that the husband will say hey i will marry you 
which will rescue you out of poverty, mm-hmm. out of you know being destitute. But the caveat to that is you can't bring your kid. Hmm. And so a whole there's there's just millions and millions of people who've been cast aside by their parents mm-hmm. and are orphans there. Wow. And so sort of understanding those underlying um, you know cultural context issues is something we really try to be sensitive to and and mm-hmm. come in with some of that mindset of like, well, we're probably going to encounter folks with this. Yeah. And we want to make and we want to be intentional about uh, about calling that out. Mm-hmm. And going, hey, if this is you, if this is something you've experienced, you know, let's talk about that. Mm, mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, it, it, it really does depend on okay. who we're talking to yeah. and where in the world. So, mm. yeah. No, that's great. It's a, it's a, a very a unique uh, opportunity that you guys have to be able to kind of speak into those things that uh, maybe – you know, like, like you were saying that just like people here in the U S may never understand. All right. Well, so then Nate, what, uh, what does a life work session look like, uh, in the U S like what, uh, what, what would it look like if my church decided to hire life works to come out and give us their, you know, their, their presentation, their curriculum? What, what does that look like for you guys? Yeah. So within the U S you know, it's, uh, one of the great things about life works is, you know, we kind of, in the, in the past have branded ourselves as personal and leadership development, okay. right? Uh, which is, a, which is kind of a, a pretty sort of, you know, standard <laughs> secular or just like organizational way of, of, mm-hmm. you know, presenting it. Mm-hmm. But really at its heart, it's about discipleship. Okay. You know, uh, we, I mean, we talk about the gospel and we talk about, you know, a person's true identity in Christ mm. and what that means and how is God going to use that? Mm. You know, God's put all of this intentionality in building who you are and your story. You know, it, I mean, it's a hard reality that we have to face. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if we believe that God is sovereign over all things, mm. even the hard things in our lives, he's allowed to have ha- to happen. Mm. And how, how is he going to use that mm. for the ultimate purpose of being a disciple mm. who will then hopefully be able to disciple others? Yeah. So that's a big, that's a lot of how we come into churches or, you know, small groups or whatnot in the U.S. is, mm-hmm. hey, we're here for discipleship. Yeah. So we want to help you grow in your understanding of the Lord. Uh, growing your understanding of who you are in the Lord and what he's trying to do with you. Okay. So it's, it's that preparation and sending piece. Yeah. So that's great. So with uh, kind of shifting gears a little bit here with, uh, with you and your uh, kind of day to day, you know, we're on the Mobcast, we're talking about kind of different aspects of missions and ministry and what could that look like? Um, LifeWorks doesn't necessarily look like your average mission trip because you do. I mean, he was telling me about before we started here, we were talking about the three or four international trips he's got coming up and uh, where him and his wife are going to all the corners of the earth. So what what is a what is kind of the day to day look like for uh, for somebody who's maybe interested in in trying to be a part of the LifeWorks team? Yeah. So the day to day and we're just we highly value learning. Mm. So especially uh, just a lot of that learning about personalities and, you know, people's character and, 
Mm. You know, what really goes into, you know, a person being a person. I mean, it's very trying to expand our awareness of self-awareness and how people may see themselves. So uh, I'll said this before. I mean, we do a lot of background study stuff. Okay. So whenever we get, you know, a blip on the radar of a potential area that has invited us in, mm-hmm. you know, around the world, and we just try to devour as much information as we possibly can about the place. Okay. So that we're not fully blind coming in. Sure. And and really ignorant about some mm. of the realities that they're facing. Mm. So yeah, we we are just constantly learning, constantly researching, mm. and you know, and the big thing is is we're constantly trying to develop ourselves mm. uh, because we can we can only really be great deliverers or be even mediocre deliverers yeah. of, of health and development mm. if we're developing ourselves, right? Yeah. So that's that's a lot of what the day-to-day looks like for us. There's a lot of reading involved. Yeah. 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 There's a reason why I have glasses. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's really cool. And, uh, it's something that you kind of mentioned in there, which is something that I, you know, I firmly believe in, and maybe you can speak a little into is just the, the preparation that you do before you go to an area of the world. You know, that's something that, um, and it, it is getting better when it comes to the the big C church, if you will. That's how I grew up, you know, talking about it is the, the church, the American church as a whole. You know, we uh, had tended to, pro- I mean, even as little as like 20 years ago, that the U.S. was the only country sending any missionaries anywhere. So it wasn't necessarily like, hey, I'm going to do a lot of research about these people. It's like, well, what am I going to bring to them? So can you speak into that as far as like maybe... Maybe a couple examples of like the benefits that you guys have seen in your in your ministry because you've done so much extensive research before you go to a place. Yeah, that's an awesome question. Um, and really, one of the big values that we have as a team is uh, being equippers, mm-hmm. um, and and we don't want to we don't want to kind of reinforce and carry out the old systems and paradigms of paternalistic dependency Mm. that were born out of America or the West being, you know, the main drivers of missions, Mm. you know, which really, there's a lot of great things that came out of that, but also it did, it made people dependent on us and, you know, we don't want to be the saviors of the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's only one savior of the world, right? Right. So, um, like our big heart behind all of that is to eventually get to the point where we no longer have to go to a country, Mm. but there's people that are there that become certified trainers that become country champions Mm. that will then be the ones that carry on the training of the LifeWorks curriculum. Mm. So that's a big reason why we do a lot of the research that we do is because we're hoping to be able to get people up to the point where they're comfortable yeah. with taking on the torch and carrying it with mm. as far as the life works part goes. Yeah. With uh with that in mind, how how long would you say typically that it takes for you guys to be able to or I mean I'm sure it varies vastly, but that you know, like an average maybe of how long would it take to to train somebody up to fully understand the life works curriculum? Yeah. So we I mean we do have a few benchmark requirements that help us to be able to assess whether or not somebody's really feeling comfortable. 
not so much comfortable, but invested in in this medium for presenting the gospel and yeah. and uh, and discipleship. Mm-hmm. So we always, you know, any individual has to go through the life works. Uh, a LifeWorks event or group of some kind at least twice before okay. we start talking about becoming a certified trainer. Okay. Um, and then, you know, say they become a certified trainer. Well, then we really start the process of discipling them more intentionally. Okay. Uh, we'll do weekly meetings with them, whether, and, and we do this all over the world. We have 65 international trainers now. Wow. Actually, that were established just this last year in 2018. Wow. And how many how many years has LifeWorks been around? Uh, 15. Okay. Wow. That's that's pretty amazing to have 65 in just 15 years. Yeah. Like that's It's a really young ministry when you think about it, you know, in total. Um, as as uh, Nate was talking about, you know, Steve Aldridge, he's still here uh, in the office. I think he's getting ready to retire, but the, it's, it's just a really cool legacy that he's been able to... Um, to be able to develop this curriculum and to be able to really, I mean, that that it can impact everybody in their own in their own way. But in the group of, I think there was like ten or fifteen of us at, at Core when I went, that not a single person came out of any of those meetings like I didn't get anything out of that. So that's, <laughs> I mean, that's really cool, really unique. Just like a big shout out to Steve Aldrich, but um, as well, just that that God was, you know, faithful in his life to be able to give him the skills to to be able to to put that into words, put it into action, and to be able to have 65 trainers plus plus you two, I imagine, mm-hmm. across the world. I mean, that's that's really cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's really incredible what God's been doing. The amazing thing is, is like those, that number of trainers, I mean, even two, three years ago, mm-hmm. there were only 15 of us worldwide. Wow. So to go, from, really cool. go even from that, you know, to yeah. what's happened since then, mm-hmm. I mean, we're seeing God do incredible things and really turning this into more of a movement Mm -hmm. than just a kind of parceled out, oh, yeah, we're doing a little bit of ministry here, a little bit of ministry here. I mean, it's it's turning into this spreading way more rapidly than Mm -hmm. we could ever do it on our own sort of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, and a lot of that has to do with the processes that we're intentionally building in, like the certified trainers internationally. and the really cool thing about what we're getting ready to do this year in preparation mm. is going to that next level of empowerment, mm. which is um, helping somebody become a master trainer. Okay. And the big difference between the certified trainer, I mean, certified trainers and the master trainers, the certified ones, they're able to do LifeWorks trainings mm-hmm. and events, small groups, whatever, mm-hmm. on their own, but they're not really authorized and haven't really been trained to certify new trainers, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've had this incredible growth in ministry over the last year or two with establishing certified trainers, but we have no master trainers okay. that are then able to yeah, certify others. Certify yeah. others. Mm. And that's what's different about this next year is okay. we're having master trainers getting raised up. Wow. To where, I mean, once that happens, countries are going to be pretty yeah. much self-sufficient. They're going to be on their own. Exactly. You know, if they if they want us to come mm-hmm. from the U.S. to kind of help them with some continued coaching, and mm-hmm. we'll of course be continuing on with discipleship with the master trainers because they're the ones that we have the longest-standing relationship with. Yeah, I mean, we're always there for them. Yeah, we do lots of Facebook meetings and good. all that good stuff with them, but. 
that's kind of where we're going. So we're, we're ready to see like this next yeah. step in, in this really what's becoming a discipleship making movement take off. That's awesome. Well, and, and with that, I want to, you know, again, again, just like with a little plug with LifeWorks is that if you, if this sounds really interesting and really cool to you, like I encourage you guys to reach out to either Steve Aldrich or Nate Huntley here and, and just uh, ask what it would take for, you know, your church to have a LifeWorks team come and, and present and then maybe even, you know, have some certified trainers here in the U.S., you know, because I think that obviously this isn't, this isn't a, um, I'm trying to think of the word, but it's not a, it's not a one use kind of thing. It's not just for people in third world countries. It's not just for people in, you know, developing countries. It's for everybody. And oh, yeah. I mean, this is, this is the gospel in a way that pertains to your life personally, which I think is so cool. And, and that it does translate to just about any situation. Like, yeah, it takes some, some, uh, initial kind of uh, understanding of the culture and regions that you're in, but how great would that be to be able to just have that already because you understand the culture of the U.S. and, and maybe not fully because I don't know that anybody can understand the culture of the U.S. fully since we're such a melting pot, but that I think it would be really cool to see from, you know, hopefully those of you who listen to this podcast that you'd be able to, you know, suggest this to your friends, have people take a look at LifeWorks and, and really uh, blow this thing up. I mean, I think that's, that's so great. And I, and I'm so passionate about it too, just because I know how much it, it meant for me and how it's helped my marriage, how it's helped me be a better father to my, to my daughter, like just so many, so many different aspects of life that are, that are just so changed by one simple, I mean, it's like a week long tops, right. You know, like, or a week or two that you guys end up doing the, the trainings or is it like a day long or yeah, I mean, it's really dependent upon the kind of the time okay. investment that, you know, a church or an individual or a couple or a group is willing to want to walk through. So, yeah. I mean, our standard one is that we do is is a week long Okay. and not just like a couple hours a day. I mean, right. you, you remember it, yeah. it. It's like eight hours for, you know, six, seven days in a row. And yeah. you're just kind of going, you're walking away just blasted. Yeah. But, I mean, we, we have things going on in the States right now where we have small groups that we're walking through with this, and it's once a week for yeah. an entire semester, mm. you know, or uh, churches, like church staffs, mm. where it's even once a month for a year, yeah. you know, and they're, and they're kind of having that longer processing time mm. with each other in between. Mm. So it, it really, we can tailor it to whatever the time constraints are and really the needs are. Yeah. Of other recipient because we want to be sensitive to that. Sure. Yeah. And and as well, too, I forgot to mention that we do also have um, as I am the short term guy here at OC, we do have one of our opportunities up on short term missions dot com. But you can email myself or the LifeWorks team and ask about one of their internships that they have. Um, we haven't been able to have somebody do that yet since we're still kind of early in figuring out that phase. But I, I think that it could be a really great opportunity for a young person who wants to spend some time getting trained by the guys here at LifeWorks and then be able to go out and, uh, and experience a trip that you guys have. And because they're about a week long each, you know, you get to experience another culture, you get to experience uh, just what it looks like in your own context, in the training that you do, and then get to see it in another context, I think is a really great opportunity for young or old people. It doesn't even have to be just young people, but... Uh, yeah, I'll stop bragging about it now. I'm just like, I'm so excited about it, talking about this. Um, like, I'm thinking to myself during this, I'm like, I want to be a LifeWorks trainer. Like, I want to do that. 
So we'll take you. Yes, please, <laughs> please, guys. If you're if you're interested, this sounds fun and sounds like something that God is calling you to. Like, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, so one of the one of the other questions that I have is uh, what. Like, give us give us an example of maybe a like a really difficult trip for you. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I don't want to I don't want to ask you to give too much if it's if it's too much to talk about. But what what maybe you know a, a trip that's like really emotionally heavy to go on, or maybe the first time you went to a certain country. Like what what is that? Uh, what might that look like for somebody? Yeah. Well, I think the best example I can give is. Uh, from my own life when I first got connected to LifeWorks in general. Mm. Um, so I, this, I'm going to try to gloss over as much as I can of my own story uh, because it's really long and drawn out. But uh, I'll give this just a little teaser. I'm a, I'm a jailhouse convert. So, mm. And I remember sitting in my cell, and that's where I got the call to missions. Mm. And so for a while, I was just like, okay, missions, awesome. Yeah. I don't know how that looks and God hadn't really made it clear on like where I'm supposed to go or do. So just kind of waiting around for that next kind of God movement of like, of making that clear. Mm. And it just so happened that Steve Aldrich, the LifeWorks founder, uh, and I worked together on church staff Mm. and he was the missions pastor part-time and Okay. Doing life works full time. Yeah. And he heard my story and he was like, Hey, you know, let me take you on your first missions trip. That's great. I was like, sweet. That sounds awesome. Cause <laughs> I really want to go on one and I don't know, like, what I don't like? know. Yeah. That maybe something will happen. Mm. So terrified of flying and having never been out of the country before I flew to Ukraine. Mm. Suffice it to say, I was pretty comfortable flying by the time we got there. <laughs> and you know, you might be thinking, oh, yeah, Ukraine, like, it's, you know, it's part of Europe. I mean, sure, Eastern Europe, but not too bad. Sure. But, I mean, it was, it just blew my mind just how radically different life is like there. Mm-hmm. You know, we went into Kiev, and just some of the things that I was encountering, some of the stories, not even engaging with people yet, but just mm-hmm. from, our, from our amazing host, Oleg, talking about, like, yeah, so the river that runs right through the middle of Kiev, like, and all of the water that we use for, like, drinking and everything still irradiated from Chernobyl. So, like, wow. hey, don't drink the water. Wow. Um, you know, two, don't don't eat food that looks, you know, mutated because it happens. They have billboards about it over there. Wow. Um, you know, if you're taking a shower, you know, try, don't try to swallow any of the water because... Oh a, it's got radiation and it's like wow. just little things like that was like this is so radically different than everything I know Yeah. and then going into seeing LifeWorks in action mm. and in preparation before going I went through it myself with Steve and, and God was bringing a lot of things to the surface just mm. hardships and tensions from my past with my family, past with relationships mm. you know there's there's just so much going on and I was still pretty raw with mm-hmm. trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is amazing. I love this. Yeah. And then seeing it happen uh, in a different culture mm-hmm. changed everything. Yeah. So I mean, to so the people that we were working with, they were all youth pastors. Okay. From all around Ukraine. Okay. And they're and 
we start diving into story and the big emphasis is not, you know, doing the, the kind of standard church testimony that takes like 10 minutes where you're like, yeah, you know, once I was lost, but now I'm found and everything's good with God. But like really diving deep and uncovering those hard things and sharing them. Cause a lot of times we don't get that, especially within the church circle. Mm-hmm. And so there's, I just remember this one guy who was just kind of, when you think about like, Russia or like Eastern Bloc, you know, he could have been like a poster boy for like the Soviet Union. I mean, just wow. big and gruff and <laughs> strong. Yeah. And he's breaking down crying because he's realizing how hurt he he is by the fact that his the drug use that he had when he was younger mm-hmm. had alienated him from his family. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of that alienation, his father died. And he never got to say goodbye to his dad. Mm -hmm. And he had never really processed how deeply that impacted him. Mm -hmm. And so here's this like six foot two, you Mm -hmm. know, 240 Russian guy or Ukrainian guy who's just sobbing. Mm -hmm. And especially like when we come in and, you know, because the big question we have is like, well, how do you help somebody? cope with that and move forward with that and and kind of be free from the shackles of that pain and hurt and mm. and guilt and it's with the revelation that okay if we believe that God's omnipresent mm. you know before even you may have come to faith in Christ you know God's there and he's wooing you to him and mm. in those hardest moments of your life you know trying to recognize that like God was there, mm. you know, and was trying to tell you something, trying to point you to him, mm. you know, whispering truth that's consist- consistent with scripture yeah. and his character mm. and trying to turn around mm. that moment. Yeah. And so it was, it was incredible watching this guy as Steve is telling him that part, which is what we call reframing. And he's having like this amazing revelation of like, okay, I'm, I'm there. I'm picturing my dad um, dying in his bed and I'm not present. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, Jesus is, is with me going, you know, it's okay because mm-hmm. I've got him. I've mm-hmm. got you and you'll be together again. Yeah. You know, because he knew that his dad was a believer. Yeah. As part of the reason for their estrangement was... Mm-hmm. This guy and his heroin use, I mean, he had been estranged from his family because they were like, well, we can't deal with this, mm. you know, and we can't have you be a part of our ministry and our lives mm. if you're going to be doing this. Mm. So just like having that promise of God from God that he'd never really had before mm. of going, no, like, I'm with you. I'm with your dad. He's with me. Yeah. And you're going to see him again. Like that was a really impactful moment for him. And that's just like, that was one of 23 stories Mm -hmm. from the 23 individuals that were there, that we were there with and just seeing them like break out in laughter and song when they realize like, Hey, I don't need to focus on my weaknesses. Yeah. You know, instead of owning like the fact that, Oh, we actually have strengths. Yeah. Which for them was really revolutionary being a former East Bloc country. Yeah because they're so focused on being oppressed and yeah. told you suck, there's nothing right with you. Right. So you're like, no, like, mm. God says there's all kinds of things that are amazing about you. Yeah. 
And so that was actually what changed it for me. Um, kind of like the same revelation I had when in, in a jail cell mm. being told you're going into missions. Mm. God gave me this word of like, this is how I want you to do missions mm. from here on out. So that's how I got connected to LifeWorks was just going on a trip. Yeah, man, that's amazing. That's a, that's a really great, really great testimony. I wanted to encourage those of you who heard that story from Nate about uh, his, his first experience with LifeWorks. If that is something that uh, tugs at your heart, that God is, is kind of you know, tapping your shoulder about, if you can, I highly encourage you to reach out to LifeWorks and see if you can help out. If you're unable to help out, whether it's you know circumstance or, or physical, um, I would really encourage you guys to donate to LifeWorks as well. Um, they try to do all of their stuff at the lowest cost that they can so that people are able to do this around the world and, and they need financial support for that. So if you guys are uh, know somebody who would be impacted by this story, please share them uh, the, share with them this podcast and uh, hopefully they can kind of hear what LifeWorks is doing around the world and, and really be able to uh, help out in any way that they can, whether that's you know, through prayer, whether that's through finance, whether that's through physically going. Um, and being trained in LifeWorks. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we want to thank Nate Huntley for coming on and, uh, and letting me steal him away from his work for an afternoon. As always, you guys can find us on Facebook at The Mobcast. We'll have this uh, posted there. There's also a, a tab on the Facebook page where you can email us at mobilization at oci.org and we can get you connected with LifeWorks. I'll throw some links in the description so that you can get to the LifeWorks uh, website as well as uh, a, a visual of their brochure. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening this week. And uh, we love you guys and we'll see you next week.